This is PBE Daily, early mornings and late night podcast. My name is Point Blank Yvonne Thanks for taking the time to listen to yet another episode. I know it's not been the easiest couple of days since the last time we've had updates as far as the cases that are being announced worldwide in regards to coronavirus and how best for us to protect ourselves. I can't state it or stress it enough. If you can, please make sure that you keep yourself as safe as possible. If you don't have to be outside maybe stay indoors as best you can hope you've stocked up on things that are not easily perishable just stuff you could stock up on like grain and all that do the best you can i was hoping to actually visit my family last weekend and didn't get the chance to but it is what it is but i'm glad family is doing okay where they are and i'm getting updates right left and center as far as the whole lockdown thing that we're expecting today i know for for myself the most of the work that i create truly does demand a degree of consistency as far as the workspace I'm sitting in. So, though many guys are not going to be in the office per se, the stuff that I know I'm supposed to handle, I'm going to still be popping in to make sure stuff is done and pushed as best as possible. I've got obligations I need to fulfill and if you've learned anything about me on this podcast thus far, my obligations really do mean a lot to me and i don't want to be one of those people who actually keeps on stating things he wants to take care of and doesn't actually have an end game towards them to take for example some of the artwork i was supposed to have finished by now that i wasn't able to do so because a the feeling of fatigue that has been kicking in and b the drive towards specific pieces of work that need to be created it's impossible to try channel or find a specific train of thought or trail of thought to make certain drawings come to life if I'm not in that headspace. I, I try do two, three different drawing styles a day. And depending on the work and what it requires and what it entails, I push myself to try find ways to maybe distance the pieces of work from each other so I'm able to actually have an authentic take when the time comes. And I have to admit, sometimes I can't force it and I'll actually push a different piece of work more than I'll push another. But I think the piece of work that has to be pushed to the side is at a better advantage if that which is the obligation I have at first is made to fruition. So everyone is given the degree of respect that is required, which is a thousand percent, but I'm not going to compromise that in that sense. And I think it's actually one of the reasons why I chose to make this episode today because some of the content I've been coming across as I've been doing uh, my work has led me to feel the need that this is probably the perfect time to revisit this one particular thing that i've always touched on in this podcast which is the competitive edge and the seek for uh competition to make sense in regards to that which is supposed to be done and i've always hinted that music and the music industry has always been one thing that actually helped mold my perception of how to a consider doing that which is independent work and potentially making independent work that I have full retainership and control over and even in trying to make sure that I maintain 100% openness in that which I speak on I can only speak in vague terms as to try not to impose my ideas on you as my listener and hopefully I touch on enough information to actually get things moving in the right direction and the reason why the competitive edge thing came to mind and why I even made the drawing that I've made for this podcast is because I was revisiting some of my most valued pieces of history as far as music and entertainment again 
it's almost as if they they sponsored this particular couple of weeks but shout out to boom bap click for actually making it possible for me to even think along, along these lines and research along these lines whenever a person who grew up in the 90s or reach adulthood in the early 2000s whenever we think about music and entertainment we always compare the different waves that we experienced in our childhood i mean when i was a kid in primary school is when the deaths of Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls happened and when i was uh in my early teens going into my late teens is when the 50 cent ja rule beef happened and now in my full adult existence i've seen these men transition from that which were they were uh, the, the few who are still alive i've seen them transition from being just entertainers to becoming business owners and business business moguls and seeing the moves they've created and when you look at those moves the, the interesting thing is even for the comic book side of things when i think about image comics and how it's been 25 years since image comics was created and all that as an artist i never really and this is me as a visual artist i never thought i'd have to worry about having to create my own business i was hoping that maybe by the time i finish work high school i'd just find work or i'd just show my portfolio and my, my the work would actually come to me and hopefully i would actually get like a sign up for a job and get a, a, a nice cozy 9 to 5 but that wasn't clearly that wasn't the path that the universe and the heavens had for me because i ended up having this whole like rogue gallery of of role models who became the true north for my endeavors in that i had no choice but to become a business person in order for me to be able to compete or to even be able to be in a world where competition is potentially there and the reason why the idea of talking about competition makes sense to me right now is i'm thinking about the different visual artists and verbal artists who are now under quarantine and what they need to consider as a move to make creative wise i know i don't serve as the best example for potential business ventures or potential business talks in that i move to the beat of my own drum and the beat of my own drum is a stubborn one i'll tell you that for free like the way the particular marimba that is my mind <laughs> was created i to a certain extent i'm so stuck in my ways that i don't want to compromise on having something worth quoting worth or worth repeating to others and i use the excuse of being the guy who'll fall on the sword of wanting to do it independent on on my own buck I've, i i try as much as possible to make that become one of the few things that actually is used to my name and i and i think about it this way like I've always just wanted to be able to make some artwork have somebody appreciate it and they pay the figure that they would feel they were comfortable paying the figure for and then you get into the professional world and when you realize if you keep on quoting the same small figures you won't be able to actually sustain yourself in future because you a do not grow b do not get the respect required for you to actually keep on making business happen and you don't get the frequent a uh, return client that you were hoping for because they keep on thinking they could actually just walk all over you and the reason why they me falling on a horse part comes in is because I tend to want to not have to have clients because I'd like to be my own client and hopefully by everything else I do with myself to make sure I have my upkeep will fund or facilitate that which is the next path of my career and the careers that I hope to venture into and it's a very tough position to put yourself into especially when you start thinking about how many other people would who could be or are thinking in the same way as you are i mean 
say for the visual artists who are lucky enough to maybe not have overheads, might I suggest that this be the time when you start curating the list of books you hope to release? Might I also suggest that this should be the perfect time for you to actually strategize on the way forward for that which you create? Because let's be honest, after all this is said and done, for those of us who make it to the other side of this global crisis, my biggest hope is that your content becomes amongst the first things that is greenlit to be able to be consumed by the world. And it is so fully prepared and fully laid out that by the time you get to hit the go button, you don't stop at any point. I realized that when I was starting to research again about how I would have initially released my books. Because when I made the book Home Guard, my thought was I was going to release 10 issues to deal with one story. And once those 10 issues are done, begin another story. Now, what I hadn't taken into consideration was I was too excited to release the first book that I didn't do enough research to make sure I came up with a blueprint for all 10 issues before releasing the first one. I should have gotten to at least six issues of illustration and and uh, edit that by the time I'm releasing issue number four, another four books are ready. And I'm able to sustain that and keep that going because you have to be industrious to claim to be a part of an industry. And as far as the comic book industry is concerned, it's been two book, two years since I released a book that was illustrated or written by me. And I've worked in partnership with other book creators and even one particular book piece, which I keep on returning to because I haven't finished making it come to pass. And there's only freaking three pages that stand between me and completing it. And it haunts me that I haven't finished that. And I'm sure my other clients don't appreciate that kind of weight in my head and why I'm pushing myself so hard and why I'm so angry at myself for not doing so much. Now, take that away from the visual arts industry and think about now the music industry. When I talked about in the initial parts of this episode, I touched on how certain musical individuals, their competitive nature kind of became a concern for the music industry and in many industries the companies that actually work to facilitate the product will do any and everything to make sure the product keeps on producing and the product keeps on generating an audience and a curiosity and even if it's to the detriment of the act they don't really care they just want the return on investment even if they're not investing so much they'd like to double up on that which is the the money they put in in the first place and when i think about how certain individuals, even in the local industry. And, and I'd, like you to, I'd like you to think about the industry setting of whatever field you're in. Now, I want you to think about the people who you came into that industry with as peers who do the same work. And I want you to think about the individuals who became your uh, soundboard when you're bouncing ideas to potentially get into the field. And I want you to think about the people who depend on you when you're getting into that industry. I want you to also now picturing that you've actually all ventured into the same industry and now you're being pitted against each other because the products have to keep on pushing to the next level. But you have this mentality where everybody could win. We can all have this unanimous way of kumbaya and everybody's going to be fine. And we're all going to be able to be successful as long as the products keep on coming equally from each and every one of us in our different styles and different methods and our different executions. But then you find out that some of your peers are willing to cut corners and take shortcuts to be able to beat you be because 
you and the rest of the guys should have somebody they look up to and say that's the guy who's the best and by doing so they make moves where they undercut in the pricing that they're going to make they um water down the quality of the work they undersell whoever is in the same field with them so that they feel as if only they should be ingratiated enough and they should be the people who get the first call for the work to happen but the problem is because they're concentrating so much on getting the work they didn't concentrate on making the quality of the work sustainable and then now take that particular individual and you you're trying to have the integrity and maintain the original plan which was by the time the work is put out it actually has this freedom of it stands on its own two feet it doesn't require me to constantly have to speak behind it so that it actually is seen as serious creations and your peers the few who watched the other guy undercut them and swindle his way to the top are now vengeful and angry so their response is to vent and just be angry at everybody and they decide to take themselves on the wayside in regards to start being uh, obsessed with the idea of how the f- the industry failed them because there was no fair play for all of us when we all came in at the same time and you're trying so hard to try to get them to come back to the original plan that you set out before the the last guy messed things up and before this guy started looking down on what the potential they could still have of actually getting things done and then you're stuck being the person who is staying the course years upon years later and as you're staying the course you've added other things onto your portfolio of the things you can create on the original plan and by the time the other individual who was hoaxing his way to the top by the time that person is starting to wane on that which was the monopoly they had you're the person with a full body of work that's actually strong enough that no one was paying attention to but it's ready to be consumed at the right time and because you were conscious enough to make sure you prepared it to be timeless yours stands the test of time because it's not about the guy who makes it to the finish line first it's about the guy who makes it to the finish line yes but when he made it to the finish line or when she made it to the finish line they had a full proof execution and explanation for all actions taken and then the individual who fell on the wayside because they they couldn't stand that they had to fight that battle and they hated that they had to fight that battle when that person starts making their way back you're now in a difficult position because now you're compromised in that this individual who stopped or slowed themselves down isn't willing to adapt or compromise because they are still in the initial plan that you've already evolved past now that scenario is vague enough as it is but i want you to think about it in the context of the careers that you have chosen for yourself The thing about career is it doesn't have a pause button or an end game. It literally just has a way to potentially lead you to a staple path that will challenge you to even greater heights of that which you can become. And I've never really respected people who take for granted the journey that comes with making things come to life because I feel it fails those who wish to be a part of this marvelous world we live in. when you see people who are given uh, accolades and given respect and you find out in their heart of hearts all they cared about was those accolades and not the quality of work that they were actually creating 
quality is such an important thing to me that I feel when I started worrying more about quality, it slowed down my need to be first. And for many of the people who sometimes talk to me about things they want to put out and they tell me about the, the turnover time they want to have that thing put out, I try as much as possible to level their expectations or to tame their excitement by giving them harsh realities first. I've said it time and again on this podcast, I think about worst case scenarios first so that the excitement and enthusiasm I have for the initial idea isn't lost. Because sometimes you could make something that you think is the best creation of all time. And the problem then comes when that thing is not appreciated the way you expect it to be appreciated. Now you start resenting that piece because it didn't get the response it was supposed to have. Yet maybe that thing which you've created was supposed to get its response over a certain period of time. And the length of that time thus births longevity. The longevity of true quality will never be compromised. Just a few minutes ago, I had a conversation with a gentleman who, prior to this morning, he understood that sometimes you have to think about how far you're willing to take yourself or how far you're willing to push yourself to make great things come to life. And I gave him this uh, alleged story that I heard where Leonardo da Vinci, when it came time for him to paint or finish painting a certain, I think it was a fresco, I'm not sure, but it was a, a mural he was doing on a wall of the Last Supper. He never got to finish it. The story is alleges that he couldn't find a face evil-looking enough to be Judas Iscariot. And he, and he took forever finding a face that was beautiful, innocent, and caring enough to be reference for the Jesus Christ character. He never got to finish that piece, it is claimed. Many things that he did, he never got to see the finish line of. And that in itself is the biggest fear we once we also have when it comes to trying to make things come to life, especially if they're coming birthed from your imagination. You want to get something done so perfectly, you end up being caught up in the in the process of making it come to life that you sometimes even fear getting it done or making the first stroke. Now, in my case, since I, I've, I've learned how to not be too married to my initial ideas and I've learned to not be too attached to how the initial plan is supposed to go to allow myself to evolve as I go, I think my counter to that particular fear or phobia or failure is at least I'll try. I'll make the attempt. And by making the attempt, I will push myself towards making the success of that attempt as best as possible so I could, I could have a glimpse or at least a bit of reach towards it came close to the vision I had in mind or it's exactly the vision I had in mind or it surpassed the vision even I had in mind. And that's why when you look at visual artists, whenever they look at the work they've created, they always take a step back to see if the composition is coming together. It's a very important thing to do, especially to help your mind calm itself. So for those of you who are in competitive industries and are on lockdown right now, I strongly, strongly suggest use this time to make a drawing board and strategize. Open a diary and make a pros and cons page for every idea you've always wanted to venture into and 
PBE Daily has decided to be a podcast that's going to provide solutions more than dwelling on that which is the fears that we have currently. These fears are going to be there that hopefully they'll alleviate themselves as time goes by. But as you sit in that space, I don't want you stressing yourself out or I don't want you just sleeping and not considering that which would be the move forward. I strongly and humbly suggest take time to jot down the next move. I want you to take value in this time you've been provided with, even though it may not come with a buck, but find the use in this time to better improve that which is the potential future, inshallah. We don't know how rampant this thing is. I, I've never really believed that governments will tell the truth, but in the state of affairs we're in at the moment, I strongly want you to take the time to better yourself by planning your way forward. We cannot afford to have ourselves worrying more than we are finding solutions for the worries that we have. Because if you are to make it clear, we're not certain how many of us are going to survive this, but we are certain about one thing, that the economy is going to be bad in the next couple of days. It's going to be difficult to make rent for most of us. It's going to be difficult for us to be able to make payroll for some of the people who work with us or some of the people who we commissioned to do certain works for us. But that being said, find ways to solve the problem by the time it gets here that you're already on the path to making those things be taken care of. If you can work remotely, I suggest you actually work. Yes, take the time to actually let your body recuperate. I mean, in my case, I've, since I've been granted an extra hour for me to be at least an hour late for work, which is not really late per se, but I'm going to use that time to at least rest up because I've been feeling the fatigue again. So that's my humble suggestion. Take the time to better yourself. Take the time to better your circumstances and the potential of that which you can make in the future. And live up to this statement. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. Thanks for taking the time to listen to yet another podcast. We'll make it past this. We are going to make it past this. Keep yourself clean. Keep the air around you clean. If you can, maintain the distance that you've been told to maintain. And as always, Uno. Oh